0: Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app,
1: Apple podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stephon Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio.
0: And welcome to another edition of Women Around the World and Annie, I don't have a question today because uh it's only a small snippet of what has been happening around the world and I know there's so many things and we're going to have to we're going have to have a lot of discussions I think when it comes to world views of things and as we see things unfolding especially with things like in Afghanistan and still in Syria and still happening in Palestine uh I think there's a lot that we can talk about that's not typically feminist forward because it's such just overall disasters but I'm betting just like in any crisis like these, we see Uh, specific narratives about the women and children in these places. And we actually, I know there's been a lot of conversation with Afghanistan and what's happening, especially with the Taliban. And we know how very misogynistic the Taliban is in general. And I'm sure we're going to come back and talk about it. But I did want to talk about uh, someone and celebrate someone who has taken what happened in their area, which was essentially a genocide, and how she is advocating and fighting for other women uh, who are experiencing things uh, that she has gone through. And yeah, we're talking about Nobel Peace Prize winner, Nadia Mirad. And Nadia Mirad was raised in Sinjar in Iraq, where she lived with her family and her community. And her family was mainly farmers in that area. And it wasn't until the invasion or advancing of the Islamic State or ISIS, as we know it, in 2014. And as a quick reference, uh, the Yazidis are an ethnic and religious group uh, located around Northwest Iraq. Iraq, Northwest Syria, and Southeast Turkey and have been persecuted for quite some time. And there are no exact numbers as to how many Yazidis there are. But in 2014, it was estimated to be anywhere from 500,000 to 700,000 people. And I've also seen numbers where it went up to uh, a million. Mm -hmm. But because they are scattered and because they have been persecuted uh, and have been murdered and villainized, uh, we don't have an exact number. Right. So, yeah, in 2014, ISIS invaded Murad's homeland of
1: Sinjar with the intent of ethnically cleansing Yazidis in Iraq. They killed hundreds of people at that time, including her siblings, and kidnapped women and young girls, including Murad. It was estimated that at least 6,700 Yazidi women and girls had been enslaved by ISIS, and she was held in Mosul, where she was abused and tortured. Several months later, Murad was able to escape to her neighbor's home after the home she was held captive in was left unlocked. It was then the neighbors were able to smuggle her out of the Islamic State-controlled area and were able to get to the refugee camp in Duhok, Kurdistan region.
0: So she was able to move to Germany in 2015, where she is a current resident, which is great. And she has been able to dedicate her life in advocacy for women and people like her. In December of 2015, she spoke to the United Nations Security Council about the sexual violence, human trafficking in regards to wars and conflicts. And it was the first noted incident of the fact that this is being addressed to the council. Uh, so huge right there. And she has made it her focus to meet with global leaders in order to bring attention to the continued persecutions against Yazidi people and to bring attention to the horrific systemic use of sexual violence as a weapon during war. And I know we've talked about this before, and we need to come back to that once again, but how it continues to be used as a way of torture during Mm -hmm. wartime.
1: Yeah. In 2016, Murad was represented by Amal Clooney to take legal action against ISIL or ISIS commanders. And Clooney said about this that the genocide, rape, and trafficking by ISIL was a bureaucracy of evil on an industrial scale. And Murad continued by establishing Nadia's initiative, which provides advocacy and assistance to victims of genocide.
0: And according to the website, uh, Nadia's Initiative, it states Nadia's Initiative is on a mission to create a world where women are able to live peacefully and where communities that have experienced trauma and suffering are supported and redeveloped. Nadia's Initiative advocates at the local, national, international levels for resources and policy change needed to protect and support survivors of sexual violence and rebuild communities in crisis. We collaborate with global leaders, governments, and international organizations to raise awareness. and direct critical funding necessary to make positive, meaningful change. Nadia's initiative works to end the use of women and girls as weapons of war to ensure survivors' voices are heard. We seek justice through fighting to hold perpetrators accountable for their crimes and to enable survivors to heal and rebuild their lives. Nadia's initiative also advocates to ensure that communities in crisis are not forgotten by working to restore basic resources, services, and security in fragile regions. Currently, we are focusing on efforts on rebuilding Nadia Murad's ancestral homeland in Sinjar, Iraq, which was systematically destroyed by ISIS in 2014. Murad
1: was also appointed the first goodwill ambassador for the dignity of survivors of human trafficking of the United Nations in 2016 And not surprisingly, she has been celebrated for her continued hard work by being awarded with so many accolades, including the Nobel Peace Prize in 2018, becoming the first Yazidi and Iraqi individual to be awarded the Nobel Prize, Glamour Women of the Year, International DVF Award, United Nations Association of Spain Peace Prize, and just so many more.
0: Right. And uh, if you're interested in in learning more of her story, she also released a memoir titled The Last Girl, My Story of Captivity and My Fight Against the Islamic State. And yeah, she also is a writer and has many pieces that she has written and contributed to different media and uh, publications, including talking about what's happening with the Yazidi communities during COVID. And she is a fierce advocate, if you can't tell by the very small snippet that we are talking about, and continues to fight for women's rights in general but specifically those who are experiencing so much trauma during war times or because of the war-torn areas it's obvious that she has a passion and she knows what she's talking about and why she's so fierce about what she is doing yes yes and you know i feel like
1: at the end of all of these we get a book that they've written and we should add them to our book club
0: you're right we really should yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think about that before.
1: <laughs> yes. It seems so obvious, but you know, here we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, if you listeners have anyone that you feel like we should be talking about on this segment, please send us your suggestions. You can email us at stephanie and at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Mom stuff Podcast or on Instagram at stuff I never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. We would read your book if you had one, Christina. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes
0: some things in life should be boring, like banking.
1: And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree
0: knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz,